welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box, episode 39. Mitch, you didn't warn me here. about hitting the, the start button. Again. I did not warn Brando about hitting the start button because he doesn't own me. So there, I got a whole bucket of fuckets. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Ooh, so, the fuck it bucket. The fuck it bucket. Sounds like some like fraternity hazing ritual. It really does sound terrible, doesn't it? It sounds like the worst possible <laughs> version <laughs> of the ookie cookie. A flash, a flashlight at the bottom of a Homer bucket from Home Depot. My fuck it, my fuck it bucket, my fuck it bucket is filled with fun things. If you catch my drift. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, mine's full of fuckets. That was a pretty hardcore, weird to perverted swing. It was. You're a swing. welcome. You're it was welcome. A swing. Yeah, and this well, and, and this is why Becky, you complete me. Oh, thanks, Don't get Brandon. carried away now. Those two that you hear spouting back and forth with seemingly flirties is Brando, or as I called him earlier, Bernardo, <laughs> on accident. And then the you know you can't mistake the uh, the giggle of the North, Becky with the good hair over here, <laughs> joining us it. again. We are full of good updates. It's a good day, and a lot of times those good days come at uh, some really at the end of some really trying times. And I think we've all had some of those personally. And and then I think all of us here have a special place in our heart, clearly for pets, specifically dogs. All not three cats. of us are not cats. Uh, <laughs> let's save the hate. Let's mm-hmm. not hate on people who love cats. There's some people that really love them. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool looking, but you no. know, I don't like the attitude, man. What Hard the pass. Hard pass. Why are you such an asshole? That's all I keep thinking when I'm around a cat. Just saying. I just don't like some them. cats. Are okay, I've had a couple of cats that I like, but I don't want to get off topic here. Uh, we're all on the back end, except for Brando. He's just loving his dog, and I'm sure she'll chime in with a shake of her collar, like she normally does, just mm-hmm. to let us know that <laughs> she cares. Um, She's trying to earn yeah. her executive producer credit. Our fourth co-host. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna t- keep this on an upswing this whole episode because we're all on the ends of good news about our dogs who in a couple of cases for Becky and for myself have been dealing with some serious unexpected shit. And uh, I'm totally going to go there and say though for us, it's the closest thing for Becky and myself. It's the closest thing we could experience to having some sort of human child i swear to god it better be the closest thing you have to a child (laughs) i i want to say i I don't know what that is and i understand its magnitudes differently so don't be like a total ass and get insulted whoever you are with your kids we know but for us those are kind of like the cherished loved ones in our lives right the ones who support us the ones we support and our babies have been sick Mm-hmm. And I want to go through some updates. I want to praise the vet. I want to talk about my experience with them. And I'm sure that'll lead us to a lot of different things, including our own personal medical updates with uh, what I hope is some funny shit with Becky's uh, breast cancer update. And then also <laughs> with Brando's dental update. Uh, I'm sure he'll cross-reference that with watching The Shield and something about the mouth. Uh, we'll see if he brings <laughs> that up and tries to tie it together too. Um, but before we jump in with both feet, uh, you know, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, we are brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network and by Area 42 Studios and Sound. I, I had to pause for a second. Studios and Sound. I like that so much. Mm-hmm. Area 42 Studios and Sound. There's going to be some news coming up about that. 
uh, some new websites, developments, little tease there. We'll let you know as we grow. Um, if you want to check us out and what we're doing, you can check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com and check out our roster of really interesting hosts and podcasts. Brando, you're a big fan of Ruminations of Red Rum. What's the most recent episode you've listened to? They did a pretty fantastic episode about about the weird-ass movie called Mother. I never knew if I should watch or not. It's definitely on my to-watch list now. Is that the it's Jennifer very, very, Lawrence one? Yeah. That's, yeah. The, okay. uh, that's the J-Law and Anton Chigurh movie. Oh, that's right. Anton Chigurh. Great actor. I love that guy. Terrifying actor. He is. He scares the shit out of me. Ever since No Country for Old Men. Shit, I could, I, I could spend an hour talking about just that movie alone. Yeah, I have I have some real uh, intake on that. But anyway, uh, good spot on something you're looking forward to, Mother, from Ruminations of Red Rum. Uh, again, check out our website, and you'll see more that we have there. All right. So Before we get we started, start? I have an odd question I mean, for the both of you. All right. Yeah, yeah, throw it at me. Has anybody ever asked you to, hey, FaceTime me? Yes. And then when you do, they're taking a shit. Because my dad just did that to me, and I'm a little annoyed with him. Yes, I've had that happen. What the fuck is wrong with people? It's disgusting. You, don't take your phone in the bathroom. Uh, Just don't do it. Don't, don't take no, your I'm phone okay with... in the bathroom. Don't. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what? Do you, do you want me to read the back of a shampoo bottle like a fucking Take cable? a magazine. Take a magazine with you. And then what the fuck the ma- is a magazine? It's throw the magazine away. <laughs> what the fuck is a magazine? Or have a designated device and leave it in the bathroom and make sure you clean it every day. Oh, oh sorry. Okay, 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 little miss one person. I'm sorry, I can't afford a designated shitter device. <laughs> <laughs> Bourgeoisie um, I take magazines. Thank you. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. You know, you know where I get my magazines? On my iPad. The gun show. iPad. The gun show. <laughs> no, no. You see some reading materials there, and they're hilariously fucking weird. It wouldn't surprise me if I ever came across a booth with some dude just selling copies of the Turner Diaries. Oh, at the gun show? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if that ever happened. I wouldn't be surprised. That's hilarious. That's just hilarious. I can't believe... No, look, I've never had anybody tell me to FaceTime them. And thankfully, nobody's ever... Well, whatever your lame-ass Android equivalent of FaceTime is, I don't know. (laughs) Nobody's ever asked me to do that either. Yeah, it's because your face is very... it, It brings out... An emotion in people that makes them want to open hands slap you, depending whether or not you have a beard. Oh my god, that dog is so cute! Oh, here's Becky, our boy. Uh... Holy shit. You know, oh we often god. talk about uh... <laughs> Mitch, I'm going to come to Colorado. I'm going to steal your dog. That's a gorgeous animal. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen out there in podcast land, our benevolent overlord, Master Editor Mitch, just uh, popped some pictures of his new pupper into our Discord channel. And, uh, wow. He's gorgeous. That's the cutest baby. So, Mitch, we we have your uh, in in the raw reaction to your adorable dog. We're all jealous now. You know what? I mean, I want want another dog. That's a cute dog, but I, I think Molly's cuter. Oh, we're not. We're all biased. Everybody's (laughs) biased. Okay. But look, let's talk about this for a second, because that's where I really wanted to start. And it gets us back on track. 
I, I mean, Brando, you have one dog. Becky, you have one dog. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. I have three dogs, uh, and I used to have a fourth for a while. A lot of memories tied up in those animals, and dogs are really, really, really important to me. I don't know why. I mean, I do kind of know why, but it's a bummer. Um, but I love them. I love having them. I treat them really well. You guys all treat your dogs well. Now, when your dogs get sick, and Brando, you said that your dog had valley fever. Yes. And did that, like for you, it was Valley Fever. Did that come out all of a sudden or like it was surprised you? She was sick. It was back when the, uh, you know, the pandy fully started here. And I was spending more time obviously at home because I was working from home. And I was just kind of down and depressed about what the fuck was going on. And for some reason, my dog was getting kind of listless. I mean, not listless, just lethargic. Yeah. Just sleeping a lot. Just being kind of lazy. I'm just thinking, okay, maybe I'm just rubbing off on her or something. I don't really know. (laughs) But then I went to go take her for a walk one morning and I heard the cough and it's like, oh, here we go again. Time to call the vet. It ain't my first rodeo with Valley Fever. Thankfully, got her to the vet within 24 hours of that cough, got her on some meds and she's, it's been like almost two years. She's good to go. Okay. So, I mean, but you were, obviously you acted because you were concerned and and you remember, uh, I I had a dog named Gizmo, little Jack oh, Russell. That Gizzy. Was Gizzy in my wedding, and that dog, you know, uh, I would say we we you know that dog went through a heroic battle with cancer. And mm-hmm. look, I'm not a doctor, or in in any way could I do anything. And I had to take that dog to the vet, and that vet became my closest friend to this day still still uh good friends of dr o'rourke shout out dr o'rourke desert dove veterinary clinic tucson arizona mm-hmm. um the best she is just kind and great and she helped me out recently again because i had something happen to my dog right at the same time that i was reading the updates about what happened to your dog becky i mean yes. what now we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, right? You you had a dog who uh, tore a ligament while doing the zoomies. Yeah, she had the zoomies and tore a ligament. Had God, to have... I always freak out about that possibly happening. <laughs> had to have a that... knee replacement. See, yeah. right there, knee replacement. Mm-hmm. When I first got Sammy, I, you know, so let's, let's do this. I ordered a Minnesota Vikings collar for her. Oh. I thought about it once I got it and never dared to put it on her because I didn't <laughs> want to pay for fucking knee surgery. Uh, <laughs> I did not put a Minnesota Vikings collar on Molly. She just is very spirited. <laughs> so she hurt herself there. I know that you had to go through emergency care at the last second. And then recently what happened to well, her? Well, Molly, Molly bless her heart, has had a lot of medical issues and she has just turned two. So she had her tail amputated. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because it was growing back into her spine. (laughs) Um, She's an English bulldog. Yeah, she's an English bulldog. So when they they do their tails, they corkscrew them. And if they don't corkscrew them the right way, the tail, the nub grows back into their spinal column. Oh, that's so hers was doing that and causing her to have an infection. So we had to have that removed. And then So that was what went on this weekend? No, 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 no. That was when she was when we first got her. And then oh. and then she did the knee. And right after she did her knee, all of a sudden she couldn't walk again. Like couldn't move. 
So she bruised her spinal cord somehow. I don't know if she fell or something while I was at work or what, but uh, couldn't walk for a few days. And then a couple weeks ago, we noticed her eyes were really goopy and um, the one eye was really swollen and red. And so we took her to an ophthalmologist. Didn't know that those existed wow. for dogs. <laughs> and he told us that is that, 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 that has to be a real niche market. Yeah. yeah. So so Molly has Man, Molly has a, a skin skin doctor for her allergies. She has a regular veterinarian. She has an orthopedic vet. She has a, a neurologist, and now she has an ophthalmologist. Christ, so. your dog has more doctors than probably all three of us put together. <laughs> right. And so yeah. uh, we take her, and they said um, her eyelids were too there were too there was too much skin so essentially she had to have an eye lift and then she had to have her some of her eyelashes frozen off because they were causing ulcers in her eyes i'm, so, I'm sorry is canine ptosis is a thing yeah uh-huh wow. for bulldogs yeah mm-hmm. so hmm. she had that done last wednesday and yeah. how's she doing she's doing great uh, she hates the cone i bought her this really cute donut uh, cone, but she destroyed that, so that was a no go. So now she's got to wear the plastic one. She's not a fan. Wow! <laughs> wow. I had to let her be fashionable. Well, worth, yeah. worth everything you had to go through, and those doctors. You end up. It's um, unbelievable. I mean, oh it's a, it's a real. It's amazing They're, what science can do. I know that that might sound to some people right. who aren't pet owners like a lot. Look, you if you 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 are what you love, right? And, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna go in for that and get it done, but that it's there. I mean, yeah. that's that's what that's how crazy fucking first world we are, right? Yeah. My dog had eyelashes that needed to be frozen. <laughs> you know, I well, had a well, the one vet that I was like it. super thankful for was the um, neurologist because I really thought that day that she couldn't walk. I thought she had had a stroke because it was like right after her knee surgery, and I was like, it's I'm gonna have knowing. to put I'm gonna have to put this dog down, and I like called they were like we took her to the emergency room and they were like we don't know what's wrong with her we can't figure it out and they're like call this person call this neurologist and so we call them and they're like we can't get you in today and I just broke down I was like I love this dog more than anything in the world (laughs) I was like please 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 please." history throughout I I mean they had a movie about that right The, the, the connection between dog and man being ancient yeah, I mean, and this this vet terrible. got us in and like put his arm around me when we were in the office, and he's like, "She's gonna be okay." And I was like, "I can't lose anything else this year." I was like, "It's been a rough two years," <laughs> so I'm really appreciative of vets. Yeah, I mean, well, just all medical science, and for you, somebody who is a medical professional, to have to be on the—I know it's different. I get it, but on the patient side. Mm-hmm. I mean that I'm sure you have a, a very intimate appreciation for the kind of shit that they're providing yeah. and what you provide to people who are in your um, ICU. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I uh, and and she's doing great, and it it's it means the world, right? Yeah. It's just to oh. care for something that you love. Yeah. Um, I had a an unexpected event happened to my my oldest and biggest uh, dog, my 65 pound. Uh, Mix, uh, boxer, Aussie, cattle dog, and smart, patient, lovely, 
great dog, Maisie. And if and Maisie from Uncle Buck, John mm-hmm. Candy, Miles and Maisie, I named her Maisie. I don't know why. I always thought that kid was adorable in that movie. So mm-hmm. it stuck with me. And Maisie, um, you know, <laughs> it freaked me out because we thought it was an allergy the way she was puffing up. And we didn't know what we were feeling. And we had made an appointment for, well, this morning, frankly. And that was on Friday morning. And and by the middle of the day, Friday, I mean, you could see her just declining. And mm-hmm. I started getting really, you know, I felt around her neck and it was really puffy. And I could feel what I now know are her lymph nodes under her jaw. And they were huge and rock hard. Oh, wow. And so it was starting to get really, I didn't know that. I thought, I didn't know what those were. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I saw her walking away and just being disoriented. And I saw one of her legs was really puffy. And so just to kind of throw back to Dr. O'Rourke, our past experience and how much I needed to be, it's the not knowing, right. To have somebody walk in the room and say, this is what I think. This is what my, you know, and they're basing it on their experience. Uh, first person I called on Friday after not knowing what to do was Dr. O'Rourke and I'm in Louisiana and that relationship for her, she still picked up the phone, gave me some tips. Didn't, you know, she couldn't diagnose or anything, right? Nothing crazy, but just kind of gave me some idea of what to expect and, and, and gave help prepare me. Right. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I called the vet back, uh, the vet, a, a big shout out to, to Dr. Hakemian and, um, uh, desert. Or I'm sorry, I said Desert Dove earlier. It's Hickory Knoll Veterinary Clinic here in Harahan, Louisiana. Shit, you um, guys are formal. I just have Doctor Jim the vet. <laughs> well, I'm really happy uh, with this guy. Uh, it's actually it's Doctor Kitzinger. I said to Kimmy, and I was thinking of somebody else. I apologize, Doctor Kitzinger at Hickory Knoll Veterinary Clinic. That uh, man took it upon himself to get my my dog in on Saturday morning, and Friday night was. A long night because she was just looking terrible, lethargic, no energy, breathing fast, temperature was up, and we didn't know what the hell to do. And he took one look at her, took, you know, they took blood tests, they took, um, uh, they wanted to rule out lymphoma, so they took a needle biopsy. I mean, all this is happening, and I just went down the street and dropped off the dog, right? And they were on top of it, um, gave her, uh, steroid and an antibiotic and sent her home and we've been watching her slowly what we thought was improving the lymph nodes went down the swelling around the neck went down all the fluids all the edema that was in her uh, limbs and everything started getting back into the body you could see her stomach was being less distended it was really fucking scary and then and you know of course like any good red-blooded american i was on dr google like Nine out of 24 Google. hours. It's and, and you're right. And look, the vet said the same thing. And so did I when I said I was looking is that it's worse to look mm-hmm. and try to figure it out. It just, you know, because I had nine things in my head that I was terrified of it being. And one thing in my head that it was hopeful that it, maybe it still was. Right. Mm-hmm. And I spent that entire time stressed instead of trying to just be patient and wait for the doctor to get back to me, which he did. And he got back to me today and uh, Dr. Kitzinger gives me a whole readout of um, 
you know, her white blood cells and how they're associated with a bacterial infection. And that's a good thing. And it's just all good news at this point. We're still waiting for more information, but my dog is acting normal and seeing her wag her tail for the first time. That's so relieving. That's good. Yeah. I saw, I mean, she kept eating, but she wasn't enthusiastic about it. And Mm -hmm. we were bringing her water and I'm telling you, so it got to the point where, um, I know I've mentioned this a million times, but Brooke, like Becky here is a super knowledgeable, badass savant, you know, professional nurse. And for her, it was before I found out before I was taking her in on Saturday morning or even Friday, I was sort of, let's see what happens. We're okay. And Brooke was what's, you know, what's going on much more anxious about it, wanting to take action right away. And then after I took action and got the appointment set up and we knew we were bringing her in Saturday and things were looking really bad with her, mm-hmm. all of a sudden Brooke snaps into nurse mode, you know, where she's almost bedside and not panicking. Like yeah. she's just assessing, observing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my panic comes out through my head, right? I'm on Dr. Google. Maybe it's this. And I'm just reading. And uh, and look, I came across a couple of comforting tips of help, but I didn't do shit. <laughs> and I waited for do- the doctor to get me some meds and um, and look to see, like I said, to see her wagger tail, to get that information from him, to have uh, Brooke come in and see sort of the results and be comforting. It, 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 I couldn't tell you how much it made my motherfucking day. So my bourbon is poured. The smoke has already been inhaled. It's a day for celebration because all of us have got a reason to be happy about our pets and we should be grateful for those vets. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing, you know, you don't understand what'll come up and sneak up on you. Um, it was mm-hmm. right now it, it appears to be, have been a bacterial infection in the blood somehow, right. They got in the lymphatic system and mm-hmm. everything went to shit. Um, but my Brooke was sitting there telling me that she looks thinner now. She looks healthier now than she has in a while. And that maybe she's been fighting that infection off for a lot longer than we know. Right. And then at some point it just tipped, you know, hit mm-hmm. peak capacity. And so we didn't even know. We had no reason. She might have been dealing with this. She might have had this since Arizona when we had to evacuate right. because of the hurricane mm-hmm. and just been, you know, had an issue with it the whole time. So, dude, I'm feeling good, grateful, love my dogs, love your dogs, take them for more walks. You want to know what yes. I thought about? I thought about how much of a piece of shit I am. Take every your time, dog to the park, you asshole. Yeah, Stop being every lazy. Every time that I feel like oh, I'll do it tomorrow or, uh, you know, no Let way. your dog sleep in the bed. Oh, I do. They Give sleep your in dog Actually, some vanilla ice Issa's cream. kind of an asshole. Issa's kind of Issa's a dick Issa's her own sleeps. beast, though. She is a beast. <laughs> She gives no fucks. She's the okay. only only dog I've met that shows Karen level red flags. Oh, we call her Karen all the time. We call her Karen all the time, dude. But look, thanks for entertaining me for talking and praising my vet and loving my dog. And what a cue from Mitch posting his new family member. His dog looks like it'll be named Cooper, which is. I- so, so when, I, when I first adopted Sammy and had to take her in for her initial visit, I went to the vet that my dad and stepmom recommended to me because um, they they had a a boxer with some serious health problems. This was one of the few do- the few vets in the city that would actually go the extra mile to give her a good life instead of just recommending putting her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I decided I just you know I got to see this guy has a sense of humor. 
And it's it's funny because he looks like a comedian named Andy Daly, like almost a dead ringer. Wow. That's funny. You ever watch uh, that show Silicon Valley? You know the doctor that Thomas Middleditch keeps going to? Yeah. The terrible doctor. My yeah. vet looks like that guy. That's hilarious. And I just told him initially I was concerned about, you know, what vaccine she was getting because I was worried about her becoming autistic. <laughs> <laughs> And he ran with it for a solid 30 seconds, assuaging my fears before he couldn't anymore and just had a laugh. That's so funny. He's a good dude. I like him. Yeah, you're going to love somebody that laughs at that kind of shit, especially Mm -hmm. when it's dry humor. Now, when I go see my actual doctor in a couple days for some blood work, if the question if I'm vaccinated comes up, I'm going to tell him, no, Jesus is my vaccine. But just to be sure, I'm nebulizing hydrogen peroxide with a drop of iodine every morning and spreading <laughs> apple flavored ivermectin I got from Tractor Supply on my toast. Dude, if you record that, I'll be. In I your would head. die. I would literally die. We should post pictures of our pups, and you should send us pictures of your pups. Mm-hmm. We'll do a shout out for them. Uh, you can send them to brevityboxpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram. At we can have Brevity a pet Box of the Podcast. week if we get enough. Yeah, I think that'd be cool because I love dogs. Dog we'll of the shout week. Out your cat people cat. are weird. Yeah, no We'll ca- even no, shout no out your cats. cat. Charlie I will. will I will not be that. shouting out cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough about pets. We love them. I'm grateful. I feel good. Let's talk about some of these medical updates for humans. <laughs> All right, we're going to, before, you know what, before Before we do that, that, we need to take a break. break. (laughs) Let's take a break and we're going to hear from our sponsor or maybe an update on an upcoming episode of another podcast. We're about to find out. We'll be right back. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Red Room. All things horror from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out, but hurry. The killer's behind you. Welcome back. We're back to talk about Brando's dental update, among other things. We already talked about his dad talking to him on the toilet, which is horrifying and a little disturbing. It was from like, it was like a bust shot. So from like the collarbone up, but still, I recognized where he was in the house. Well, this segment is all about Brando. So Brando, yeah, it is. We want to hear, first off, let's talk about Silk Sonic's new album because... I love it when you get excited over music and um, I won't recap the whole story, but a lot of the uh, origin of Brando and I becoming friends was really listening to the music on his radio when he was giving me a ride home from work one day, years and years and years ago. And the man loves good funk and just great sound. And I music with that soul, you know, yeah. That good, sweet baby making music. <laughs> he really does. It's a hundred percent true. Baby. And I was so impressed. And and we've always bonded over music. And this is one that yeah, I think that, that, I, I think that might have been when I stopped fucking hating you. That's probably true. Probably uh, fair enough. I'm human too, Brando. So tell us about Silk Sonic. Like kind of asshole boss. Basically, so <laughs> Silk Sonic is a super duo maybe trio i don't know if we want to count bootsy in there but basically it's bruno mars and anderson pock the rapper kind of got together and put out an album under the name silk sonic and the only way i could describe this is it's like old school 70s philadelphia soul but it's got some modern some modern twists as well it's great and their vocals are 
beautiful mm-hmm. and they do well. Lyrically, they do well against lyrically, they're genius. Yeah, they I really can are. smell your sweet perfume, girl. You smell better than a barbecue. God damn, that's great. <laughs> and, and look, the and, video, the video with them doing the sort of uh, Commodores dance moves. I mean, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Everything. What else was good? Oh yeah, one of, one one of the tracks has taught me a very valuable lesson that. You know, I think is something that we should all live by. And that's that we all deserve to be with somebody as fly as me. But, you know, say that about yourself. That's <laughs> true. Look, I got lucky. I, I, I sort of knew that I knew when to No, you just like, preyed upon a young woman and turned her into something that you could marry. Maybe. Yeah, it's kind of how I see it. <laughs> well, uh, that's just like your opinion, man. Like, come on. I, I think the feds call it grooming. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? No shame. I'm kidding. Brooke, game his... recognized game, bitch. <laughs> watch you watch have a seat right over there. Watch you have a seat. <laughs> she was 19 and I was 25. So just mm-hmm. saying. she's not that smart. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> she married. You. She's books. She's intelligent. Fucka. But look, the fact, look. We could say that we love her. The fact that she married you shows she's very intelligent, but not very wise. Brando, you're true in your words, sir. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I got lucky. Love you, Brooke. We've been singing Silk Sonic to each other just hilariously. I don't know. When we're singing the song at the same time, and he goes, this bitch not be paying the rent. We're both looking at each other. I'm not sure if we're singing about the same person. I think you both. I think. I think you are. I know. I know who she's singing about. <laughs> Me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man! Another check, thing is this. Please this, check this, out this, that, this, that, e- that album. This, this album is literally called "An Evening with Silk Sonic." Yes. It's it tells a story. If you listen to all like 37 minutes beginning to end, it's absolute perfection. Up there on the tier of Michael Jackson's "Off the Wall" and Miles Davis's "Kind of Blue" or "Birth of the Cool." And it has, it is introduced and sort of emceed by one of the greatest all time, Mr. Bootsy Collins, his Uh, Bootsy baby. uh, How funky can you get with, I mean, seriously. Not more funky than Bootsy. But so I'm seeing a trend there because, uh, and I, and I, you know, whether I'm good or bad, I really have not followed Adele's music. I also haven't followed Taylor Swift's music. Um, I don't think I know about Adele as she did like a James Bond song and that's it. Oh my god! No. You need to you need to listen. To no, Adele. no, I'm okay. Oh yeah, the other side <laughs> song. Hello, that yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, look, I, I can't. Say I'll listen anything. to Tay Tay no before opinion. I listen to Adele. I have no opinion on either one of them. I've heard uh, "Shake It Off" once. <laughs> That's how ignorant I am. <laughs> Don't um, lie. But, it's on your top ten played. On no, it's one of those that I think should be, but I've never really gotten in. I've never looked at it. I've never listened to it. And I, I'm saying I probably should, but I haven't. Um, you know, I I just haven't. But what I'm seeing from what Brando is saying about Silk Sonic is I like that we're getting more uh, curation to albums mm-hmm. because that's what I've read about Adele's new album is that she curated it specifically Beautiful. from beginning to end. And it and I believe beautiful. that I believe I've heard I know that she's talented. I just I need to take the time to listen to what she's made. Is it and funky? Then, it's not funky. Uh, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just beautiful. 
I'm gonna I, go, I love that kind of thing too. I'm gonna go dust off and admire my Tower of Power vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned vinyl because vinyl has has made a comeback in the last two years. I think yeah, and it's one of those things I don't want to get involved in because I know I go full R work. Oh, I know, dude. You have like thirty katana swords. You're gonna have three thousand records in no time. I'm looking. Okay, 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 motherfucker. I have two practice Eidos made out of aluminum <laughs> zinc. <laughs> I have three practical Shinken used for cutting swords and a World War II bring back Gunto. Yeah, see, that still has the surrender tag attached to it. I have a Boken for I have a Boken for Kajutsu practice and a and a signed Boken by Arasuke from winning an event. I'm a bad bitch. Look, you're a bad bitch with questionable taste and friends. I just know that you would go crazy, man, because you would have that. You'd have some really nice I know stuff. you guys no, didn't no, watch honestly, One I know. Tree Here's Hill. the thing is, I, I thought, I've thought about this, and if I it's something I ever no, went I down, there's probably like 20 or maybe like 20 really solid beginning-to-end perfection albums I would buy on vinyl, but I just wouldn't start being a vinyl guy. But that used to be the way because that Apple it, Music is so fucking convenient. But it was more that way in the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. that there was more curation for an album. Was it alive in the seventies? Don't give a shit. But those albums are out there for you to listen to. I mean, oh, fuck, fuck you yeah. haven't listened to Pink Floyd? Come on, man. The the wall is a app. Put it on, let it play. You know? Yeah, the wall's okay. I'm more of a dark like side here. of the moon person. Dark side of the moon is fantastic. I mean, I'm just saying those are the way it used to be, and for a long time now, you haven't seen that kind of curation. Um, really being the focus and it's more of the focus now and i like the throwback i mean seeing the video uh for any of them well no for the new silk sonic that you sent us that drew me back to the first time and i know it's a little different but it it drew me back to the premiere of heya from uh outcast that was andre 2000 i mean like that was i love that when that released quite the cultural phenomenon on it right it was a a still shake it like a polaroid picture yeah right i mean it was just a fucking uh uh, ahead of it's just enough ahead of its time where it blew everybody's mind right now it's funny to see some of those uh you like youtube channels where a fucking 12 year old or a 15 year old goes back and listens to hey yeah and they're like what the fuck is he talking you know what right on that note you know what's a real amusing youtube rabbit hole to go down like hip-hop heads getting into heavy metal really or heavy metal yeah oh I, i've listened to the some of the mashups yeah like your rhythmics and heavy metal and shit um, what did I hear? I heard a like some, Wind and Fire and Nine Inch Nails. There's heresy. a fucking heresy. There's a whole like <laughs> album compilation called um, Punk Goes Pop, and there's some really oh good. Yeah, that was a yeah that was a CD by a newfound glory I bought when I was in high school. No, 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 no. It's like it, there's like seven volumes of it. It's not just it's not newfound glory. It's, it's a the, title of a, of a the newfound uh, glory yeah. album I'm thinking of was them doing movie theme songs. That's what. Yeah, it this is like a best version of the power of love of different bands, oh, and they're doing like covers. Cool. And there's a cover that. of Omarion's Icebox, and it's like I don't know what the fuck that is such a good it's such a good it's metal it's amazing you have to listen to it <laughs> one of those one of those channels that you know you just wind up taking a edible and going down that rabbit hole <laughs> again hip-hop head that was like recording his first his like his introduction to things like rage against the machine 
And he was mm-hmm. kind of freaked out when he sat down and listened to the lyrics of Killing in the Name, that that shit was written in 1992. Is it like two kids that you're talking about? No, it's just some some dude. A grown oh, okay. man. A grown ass man. Grown ass. I think I, I think I know I think I know this channel that you're talking about. And then I the think they were on person, Ellen. No, no, this guy's low subscriber count. Oh. And then uh, this other guy did another one where because he takes recommendations from his uh, his comment section. Mm-hmm. And you ever heard of the band Nightwish? No. They're not no. really my thing. It's like Finnish kind of symphonic power metal. Again, <laughs> this is not really my thing, but they typically their their singers have been women with ridiculous voices. The woman they have fronting this band right now, I think is like a six foot tall soprano Amazon queen that can belt out notes that will shake you to your core. Wow. So one of the things uh, he reacted to, I fucking hate using that, saying that because it's weird, is them doing a, uh, it was them doing a concert somewhere. It was a live show. And this woman hits notes that just make your fucking jaw drop and does it with ease and sustains them for a shockingly long time. Yeah, you know, dude, I'm you, d- 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 know. Don't, don't they say, don't they say when Ragnarok comes that there's going to be, you know, horns blaring from the sky. Uh, like yeah, a herald. That's, that's, yeah. That's kind of what that woman can do with her mouth. But mm, I love getting moved That's creepy. That's like fucking that. creepy. That's well, what that uh, woman can do with her lungs. Yeah. <laughs> her voice. How about just her voice? I mean, well, no, it's, it's not just the fact that she can hit that note, but that she can sustain it so powerfully. Like a Celine Dion of metal. Makes her look like shit. I will send send you the link. I will. Yeah, please send me the link. That's always in tantalizing. We can post it on, uh, on Instagram. So anybody can check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do do you, have you guys ever had that happen with the national anthem where somebody will sing it and hit it a certain way and it'll Jordan Sparks pull something out of you? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So for you, it was Jordan Sparks. Brando, that's never happened for you. Some people go a little too hard on the vibrato at the end there and it just annoys me. Okay, so like Whitney's, Whitney, uh, you, you, Jordan Sparks. I can tell uh, you who should look, hey, never hey, sing hey, the hey, national hey, anthem again. Queen Whitney can do no wrong. May she rest in peace. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby Lopez. Brown. So I don't. I need, and I'm I'm doing this in injustice. But there was a uh, either a Navy or a Marine Corps uh, veteran that on Veterans Day for a game in Chicago, I believe, sang the national anthem, and it was. The guy like, always sings the national anthem. He's amazing. For real? Yeah. He okay, sings so it must, out. I'm he sings it out all of the Blackhawk, uh, like all the black home Blackhawk games. He's do you phenomenal. know his name? I don't do know, his, know name his name. Off, I don't so know the name off the top of my head. Sorry. But he's amazing. I to, that man gave me fucking chills. It was the most masculine, just. Mm-hmm. perfect song man I, it he, was he like works his moving. way around the chicago it was moving and to like, hear it, it in really person is core. even better and i there's some part of me that's like ah, i'm being stupid because it's the stupid national anthem but i swear to god that guy sang it and i was doing other shit you know what i mean like i was doing something else wasn't really paying attention to it um and then it just pulled me in that man sang that song Maybe the most perfect I've heard in years. Mm-hmm. Maybe since Whitney, honestly. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. 
I mean, anybody can w- sing I, it better than Fergie. <laughs> I wish I was creative <laughs> enough to go on a Patrick Bateman-ish Whitney rant right now. Yeah, me, me too. But instead, let's talk about Thanksgiving because <laughs> it's coming up. We're recording this a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Um, but we are every- recording this on a day where I just learned something fucking hilarious happened that it might be the media event of the century if it goes down. Uh, please, I wanted to ask you about your whole dad story with your Thanksgiving. It's probably funnier than anything we've got going on. What's up? Tell us. January 6th committee subpoenaed Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's if, gonna be good. Oh my god. I will take the day off work and is make, pop, make not, popcorn because that will be a batshit insane. I mean, is this not a little weird that it's it it feels like like this kind of shit makes me think we're definitely living in a simulation and somebody's like, It feels like we're this. in the darkest timeline and we've all discussed how we got here. You know what it was? It was CERN turning on the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, Beck, you didn't think I was going there, did you? I didn't. I didn't. I was, <laughs> I was like two seconds away from flipping my Chicago accent on you. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, the, that's right. The LHC at CERN is responsible for breaking the timeline. The sacred timeline. It'd be so funny if that Back happened. Back when the Cubs should have kept being perennial losers. Did it happen? To, when did CERN get turned on? Did CERN get turned on the same year the Cubs won the. the Let's find out. Because if that's when true, that's did uncanny. The LHC uncanny. What is, what is the LHC? September 2008. So no. Oh, it was too long. The Large Hadron Collider is, some, is a immensely powerful particle accelerator. So basically, it's buried underground somewhere in, I forget what, European country, and they just smash atoms into each other to see what happens. There is a giant tube, circular tube, that is designed to smash atoms. As Jesse Pinkman would say, it's science, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And what they're looking at, they're they're looking, they've been looking for evidence of the God particle. So, and that's a big, you know, the whole thing is, uh, if you read like the Inquirer, they're like, they'll tell you about how that's supposed to rip open a black hole and destroy everything. And it's just not on that scale, right? Well, I believe that might've been a possibility with what they were doing with that thing, but it's so astronomically small who gives, no one gave a shit. Dude, you know what I did? The Higgs boson particle that they're looking for, I... I like to make up funny fucking fictitious characters to run my Madden teams in these leagues I'm in. And I named one of them Higgs Boson, but I made the character a country bumpkin that struck it rich in the lottery and wanted to change his name so he'd be taken seriously. And the only thing he knew about Higgs Boson was that it was a God particle and he saw himself as a man of God. So he named himself Higgs Boson. And I thought the idiocy of the two was just fucking great, man. I, I think it's time we talk about you getting a job. (laughs) <laughs> this is years ago what man this is when i was in this was this when i was in arizona obviously you have too much time on your hands so let's just have a wild curiosity baby but no they are looking for the higgs boson particle they you know it's supposed to be a big element for just blah 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 science science speak 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 whatever <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's what he was referencing and it's hilarious that he went straight up like nerdgasm and broke out the the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, theoretical CERN. physics on you, son. You did. I was totally expecting Cubs pennant. So was I. I had my fist clenched already. So Thanksgiving craziness. We're going to talk about that when we come back after another break. 
we're going to hear from our sponsors. Hey kids, it's Don Shanahan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. If you've been enjoying this show, come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on the Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we are back. Early happy Thanksgiving to the both of you. Thanks. I don't know what you're doing. Well, let's 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 talk about what. Let me tell you about my annual Thanksgiving plan. Yeah, I want to hear this. Coming from a a broken, coming from a broken home, it's Thanksgiving with Dad, Christmas with Mom. But Uh I have the day before Thanksgiving ritual that's very important because that's when I get my blood drawn for my annual physical because I want it done the day before I do serious harm to my body. (laughs) (laughs) That's an excellent idea. I'm actually pretty sure the doctors caught on to my my bullshit at this point. But, really smart, but yeah, yeah. No, just you know, I mean, it's it's fine. You just take I take an hour in the morning, go in when they open, get a blood drawn, get my balls fondled, and then get back to work and get the results <laughs> the next week. That's not necessary. That's just fun. The one By thing the I, way, I, I that's, like my no, I'm just my, my my primary care doctor is great, but he has poor circulation. Cold hands. Oh, dude, it's oh, perpetual in the health industry. I got a have, story about that. Have go you ever on. felt my hands? My hands are pretty cold. You do that shit on purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. We put ice gloves on. I bet do, you do. Do, for do, some you, do you warm them up for your dates at least? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to just like rub together a little bit before you get serious. I turn the hot, hot water on and wash my hands in the hot, hot water. So. All right. Game respect game. <laughs> yeah, game or respect or game. if I'm getting ready, I take the hairdryer and I... Put it on my hands. So That's just considerate, up. Becky. Thank you. That's I'm a very, I'm a very considerate lover. Okay, thank you. I, and and for you guys out there, hand lotion, hand lotion, yes, hand lotion, hand and keeping lotion. and keeping your facial hair Cuticles. trimmed up. File Cuticles. down those, file down those hand calluses. Cut your toenails. Yeah. Oh yeah! Dude, please cut your fucking, fucking toenails. Savages. You disgusting savages! Please, God. Yes. No flip flops with toenail grossness. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of uh like okay so you're going to your dad's for thanksgiving which i always find a funny prospect because you like me your dad is uh old school right right winger um, well, let me tell well, you let, let, let me kind of tell you about the situation we had in many this ways. year because sometimes he'll have some of his friends over as well because you know they're which kids are, the ones you go shooting with not actually no not really oh, not, okay, okay not those people they're crazy um those guys are crazy a few of them are, a few are reasonable, but there were, uh, you kind of went over the, the list here and he was talking about who was going to be there and the vaccination status of them came up and I started doing the math in my head and I was asking about this. And as far as he knew, only half the people there were going to be vaccinated. So what was this? This was Saturday at the day off. So I took him over something he asked me, he asked to borrow and I just, Sat down and said, hey, I'm, I don't feel comfortable with the vaccination rate at the table. Um, I'm going to back out of Thanksgiving this year. And he said, if it, if it makes you that uncomfortable, we're going we're gonna to hash this shit out right now. So he literally called up each, hi, Sammy. He literally called up the couples <laughs> that were going to be coming to double check their vaccination status. And the ones that aren't back willfully or unvaccinated told them to stay the fuck home. Well, that was nice. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. 
family first. And honestly, I mean, I wasn't even upset by it because, I mean, I even told him, it's like, hey, man, if these people are this willfully ignorant at this point and don't want to take a vaccine, it might be your last Thanksgiving to well, see them. So have fun. Well, it doesn't have to be so so contested for anybody else who might be dealing with that kind of thing. I mean, if that's the case in the I just had an line, amazing job interview with Callahan Auto Parts. I might be starting a new job in the near future. The last fucking thing I need is a breakthrough COVID case. Well, I understand that. But the point I'm trying to make is that for those people, like the people that were uninvited from your dads, they don't need to like there's no reason for them to hate on your dad's decision and vice versa. You know, I think it's a at this point. They didn't it's hate on them. They understood that family first. Well, yeah, but it's also just a, a fair preference for somebody in their own home without it being a diss. And it's yeah. the two like, of his friends that I can't fucking stand, so it worked out very well. But I mean, I, of, I know you and what, I kind of go back and forth in a different way on this. Let me just make a quick point okay. on that. Because, I am I mean, you know, I have similar situation where I have family here, and I know that people have different perspectives and whatnot, but I really think getting to a place where something like that with your dad can happen is and not have it be some controversial long drawn out feud is is necessary right grow up a little and don't get your emotions hurt because somebody doesn't want to have you over and make it weird because it it, it is about that right it'd be like any restaurant or anywhere else you don't want your guests or you to be uncomfortable right and that can happen with the with the conversation as it is much less like i'm telling you i i where did i oh oh oh, i gotta talk about that i was at the movies with my parents and i have not been to a movie theater in ages i went and saw james bond totally impressed but there was a guy to the back right of me who was coughing and i'm not kidding you i could hear the fucking congestion in the guy's chest now i wasn't thinking COVID at the time I'm just more aware of how. Don't go out like, in public, you piece of shit. Yeah, stay home. Unless don't you got go like some like CO, up, man. Unless you got like some COPD, it's smoker's lung, and you're damned if you don't. That I kind of get. Or I'm allergies and asthma, <laughs> like myself. And look, I'm, I'm just saying it. It's one of those things where I'm more aware that if I have a cough, even and I'm vaccinated, and I let's say I had gotten a test that morning and I knew I wasn't sick. I still would wear a mask because I would think it would make someone uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it's going to make them uncomfortable. And I don't think that's fucking weird. That's I was right. saying this to somebody else. I've always thought buffets were fucking gross because people were coughing and breathing on them anyway. You know, now, now I'm just more like, Oh, that's why. But every now and then it's tough to go to a Chinese buffet alone and do shameful things. <laughs> <laughs> Brando. I, I couldn't agree more. As long, as long as you fast the day before and the day after to try to calorically balance out the damage. I just, you know, I just think that sneeze guard doesn't work. Fuck no, you it know? doesn't. It doesn't work. And, it, and it's always and that's why you and, and that's why, you know, you got to boost your immune system by nebulizing hydrogen peroxide with a drop of <laughs> iodine and spreading that apple flavored horse ivermectin on your toast in the morning. Oh, my God. And honestly, and if, you, and if, if you want... And if you want it to, you know, absorb faster, you just rub it on your taint. <laughs> Brando is so hard. It's funny to me, right? Because he, he, dude, you, I love you because you're this mix, like it, it just in a different way than to, you're not totally right. You're not totally left. You're really middle ground. You're, it's funny to hear you talking this way about people who aren't vaccinated, but you're also a proud gun owner 
And a lot of people would have See, a hard okay, time here's understanding the thing, here's, here's the funny thing about that is merge, a lot of though, you know? a lot of people that vote Democrat own guns a surprising amount. They, they just do. don't make it a part of their fucking personality. Right. It's not a badge. It's a tool. It's I it's fair. That's would fair. you would you post picture a picture up on Instagram of you, you know, out in the desert properly holding up your black and decker cordless drill? No. Yes. Oh man, I should do that though. <laughs> that would be funny as shit. <laughs> like the only time I take a picture of something I have is if I'm gonna send it to someone to say, Hey, you wanna buy this shit? Well, congratulations on fucking working out Thanksgiving, dude. Your dad's a boss. I'm impressed. Yeah, that was and really again, nice. Swing that and again, to me, it wasn't even a big deal because my honest to God thought was, because again, I, I was under the impression that from the phone call we had about the guest list earlier in the day, that literally half are anti-vaxxers. And if that's the case, considering they're all about his age, enjoy possibly your last holiday with them, well, dad. I honestly don't think, well, I know that that's, look, okay, that's a real thing. I'm not trying to dismiss that, but I was just, be, and I wasn't being sarcastic or mean about it either. That's just I was just being realistic about it. But let's let's assume the best here and say that nobody. Let's just, uh, hypothetically say that went down in the future and nobody got sick. The conversation would be like walking on glass because somebody's going to say. Something. <laughs> I got and a story it would about be that. Awful! It would be awful. I worry about that with my own Thanksgiving. I uh, I always tell my dad I will be the good son in events like this. But 20, Thanksgiving 2017 nearly broke me because one of his friends that I hate the most, she was saying something about, oh, it's good to have a classy woman back in the White House, back as, as a first lady again. And she's, I'm pretty sure she's one of those people that use classy as a, a dog whistle for white. And I want to tell you, it took all of my willpower because she's a very prim, proper woman and it took all of my willpower not to take my phone out of my pocket oh i took my phone out of my pocket and i started google image searching melania trump pornographic photo shoots i was just gonna blow one up and put it on the table right next to her i'm not shaming anybody but i feel you but again i'm I'm not shaming it either but i'm just saying you know my issue is the front i don't like the 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 fronting of like, for instance, to be like, I feel like and they hide you, behind Christianity to do it. Well, look, a lot of people do, I'm sure. But like for me, I feel like uh, growing up the way that I did and and especially like in, um, you know, I think I said before, my my mother was really heavily involved with uh, high end hotels and resort places that she was part of uh, managing and building. She's a comptroller. And I kind of had it sunk in at an early age that class was like a like a color palette like you walked into a place and you're like i think i want to be seen as x right and you were just saying about a gun not being a, an identity trait uh, i think it's that way for any clothes that you would buy especially like it starts in high school right you you kind of just have want to an say arena magpul who makes tons of ar furniture magazines for the military they have a clothing line that again typically i just think is just dipshit stuff but they have one that's so subtle, I nearly bought it because it was their weird logo that kind of looks like a radioactive symbol, but not quite. Um, and the name of the company's below it, but it's done up in some like 80s neo synth wave kind of style. Cool. And it's like one of those things where if you didn't know what it was, but still, I'm no, not that guy. No, I, I come, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. That's all I was really kind of to get across there you know i i totally understand about 
Um, I just don't like the class uh, orientation. You know, the image being so impacting to things. It reminds me of like the one I heard the weirdest thing when I was talking to somebody about Ivanka and they, they had said that they thought that Donald Trump must be a good father. And look, I don't know if he is or if he isn't. I could tell you what I think, but I don't know. Um, Judging I tell by the you book this, his niece wrote, wrote yeah. Well, sure. Well, you know, I haven't I'm read that. I'm pretty sure book. he wants to fuck his daughter. I know that's what you think. <laughs> but here's the point I'm trying to make. When she made the point that she believed that, and that was her true, that was her opinion, right? I think he's got to be a good father. And I said, why do you think that? And she said, look how pretty Ivanka is. No, no. That that but, means but, Ivanka but has a rich dad, not a good but, dad. But uh, you understand, though, that this is somebody that uh, will remain nameless for the moment. I love that person. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat for me. <laughs> right now. Right I'll now. It, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. I'll put it in the chat. But no, I, I do. I do. I, I love her. She's a, a smart family member. Um, and she's just. Oh, God damn it. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> but look, that is the impact of image, right? Like that is. And look, I can. I could have made fun of her. I could have made it. And look, I, I struggled not to because that makes me sound like an elitist prick which I kind of am sometimes, but you, you know, no, no. <laughs> but look, I mean, it, it stood out to me about that being sort of the image, right? If you've got some ivory paint, some gold accents, um, everything, every hair in some the right place, cheekbones, some lip filler. Yeah. Some, tits. I mean, look, well, I don't know about all that. I, I mean, look, I'm just, I'm, that, I'm just, just naming I, off a I random think, cosmetic. I, I think saying that the former president had big tits is a little overboard. Okay. I mean, I think we know, we need to talk about it. I'm talking right. about his daughter, not him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's true for both. I'm just saying. I didn't observe either. But I mean, the guy. I mean, he was a he was a big dude. He did complain about those White House toilets not being very good. Guy ate a lot of fast food. I know you have no love lost for the man, but my my thing is, and sort of to the point about your dad and Thanksgiving, and not to dominate all the time, and that way we can move on and hear what Becky's got going on. Um, you know, it's just. Those conversations, those kinds of environments, that's what you end up talking to. And it's really difficult not to get into an argument. It's really difficult not to get you know, on your side and then talk down to the other person or them to talk down to you. And it becomes a fight, whether it's about vaccines or whether it's about you know, how, I, how ridiculous I think it might sound that you think that anybody could be a good dad because their, their child is, is attractive or pretty. And, you know, I, I, I immediately want to go into brain meltdown because I don't. I don't know how that calculus works, right? Who knows? But I, I have the same issue with my family, right? I have to go and, like you say, play the good son. Um, keep Thankfully, I spend most right. of the time outside at the grill. But shout, look, out to, shout out to Weber Grills. Coolest fucking thing ever is that your dad stood up for you. Family yeah. took care of his family and put it a priority. And it sounds like you're going to have a great Thanksgiving. And I know you and your dad get along really well, even though you don't agree on a lot. Well, the amusing thing is, is I have a very amusing, I have a very fun thing I do at the table when some of these people start getting a little out of pocket with their bullshit is I just stare at them. I just stare them right in the eyes and try to make them uncomfortable. I'm sure that is a delight to see. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Let's move on to Becky here before we close out. Becky, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to eat with my parents and their friends. Any controversy there? Or is it going to be just an easy, relaxing day? Which no, I have to it's say, a you're great uh, group. It's a great group overdue. of people. Yeah, I'm good. I, I have I think some pretty good, a good, good friends. So they're very funny. That's I enjoy nice. time with them. Sometimes Friendsgiving is better than Thanksgiving. 
Totally. Oh, dude, <laughs> I miss our Friendsgivings. I miss the pre-turkey turkey. I miss the whole ritual of smoking a turkey, watching football, and just hanging out with you guys. I mean, there were yeah, a few those turkeys looked like ship. My God, they're so good. God, they were so good. And then there were a few years there where we would just descend into uh, rock band madness, and my house became a concert hall. That nice. was the best. It was the best. We had so mm-hmm. much fun for years, for years. Man, special place in my heart for William Shatner Overdrive. William Shatner Overdrive is the best rock band band name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the bank. Well, I like I like your short and simple uh, Thanksgiving plans, and yeah. you deserve a good day. I know yeah. you've got a, a real rough and tumble at work, and then with your dog. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. She's going to well, have from- some turkey, too. <laughs> I bet. Uh, yeah, for us, Brooke is going to make our uh, normal Thanksgiving turkey a day later. Uh, we're going to go with the family to uh, a restaurant, Fleming's Steakhouse, to have our Thanksgiving get-together because of everybody's living situation because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Becky, I know you'll appreciate this. Mitch, I know you'll be annoyed by this. And, Brando, you'll definitely appreciate some piece of this, too. Um, my lovely wife's uh boss gave us tickets to the saints bills game on thursday night nice that's so awesome it's so cool you should have seen brooke there's very few times i see brooke get excited where i can see the little girl she used to be oh you know what i mean like that that pure excitement i probably uh, would have started crying (laughs) oh she was like literally running i can't wait to see josh ellen make it (laughs) rain all over the metro dome Oh, look, whatever the fuck that uh, shitty thing is either called. Either way, I'm going to enjoy it. Let me tell you, they're doing a big um, celebration of Drew Brees at halftime. Okay. It's going to be primetime football. So awesome. And Lame. I can't wait to see it all happen live. No one cares about every minute of it. <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't be mad, Brando. I'm not going to be mad when Josh Allen, quarterback of my AFC honorary team, Makes it rain on your fucking field. He better, he better do better <laughs> than he goes, did this and then, week. And then runs to the sideline, picks up Sean Payton, and throws him through a folding table. Ladies and gentlemen, this all comes from uh, pent-up animosity from a game in 2009 where Brando can't get over the reality that my team was better. Uh, your team were a bunch of cheating cops. <laughs> That's why your coach and your defensive coordinator were suspended for a year. Fake news, man. Get over it. Stop whining. Kill the head and the body will die. Uh, hey, Quote, uh, unquote, Greg, piece of shit, Williams. You know, I just, that's just words, man. Tracy Porter, that rapist piece of shit. You trying to cancel shit. me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> every, time, say, every time someone talks about cancel, cancellation, I want to <laughs> open hand slap them and say the word is consequence motherfucker it's consequence oh, culture yeah like the consequence of brett Favre throwing it to the wrong team at the like end the consequence of, a very game. of that defense that was literally headhunting for injuries to get a cash bonus you mean the one that won and i mean i'm not <laughs> denying that other teams probably had similar things in place but the new but the the fucking new orleans saints were the ones that were dumb enough to get uh, caught because they're dumb oh man that look i'm sure Look, I'll tell you what they did, man. The asterisk for that win is on the bottom of the Lombardi trophy that sits in our trophy case. I promise you. Didn't deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. You were sitting there that night and you were agreeing with me. Your defense was pulling some bullshit. 
Oh, man, that is fake news. How dare you spread such blasphemy about me? How could you? A hoot at black and gold to the death. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a fun episode, guys. I, I Fuck thank you sense. for sharing. I have two <laughs> words for you. I have two words for you. Two words for yeah. you right now. You know what those are? Here we go. Minneapolis yeah. miracle. <laughs> uh, you deserve that. You deserve it. It hurt. God, that hurt. Man, that hurt. Oh, look it up. It's worth seeing. It was a great play. Uh, while you're Big looking that up, sideline touchdown, unbelievable. Also, also, while you're at it, if you want to see fun football highlights, watch the Josh McCowan helicopter dive for the end zone. One of my favorites it has me laughing every One single of the time. Best. Didn't Sage Rosenfels on the Vikings several years ago wind up pulling one of those into the end zone? I think he held on to the ball. Oh, uh, yeah. Get nailed Josh, midair Josh McCowns was he got nailed at one inch from the goal line and the ball went flying and the mm-hmm. other team got it. And it was one of the funniest things because he does a full 360 in the air, like flat, like a helicopter blade. It's it was fantastic. Really good. <laughs> yeah. I think people called uh, it the Rosencopter for several years. Even if Josh Allen rains TDs all day, I'm still going to have a great Thanksgiving. I hope that. You have a great Thanksgiving, Brando. I hope that you have a really well-deserved, fun, relaxing Thanksgiving. Mom makes the best fucking stuffing with Italian sausage and sourdough bread. Special message to our uh, our special, uh, all-knowing, all-powerful man in the editing booth, Mitch. Mitch, we stand for you. We're thankful for you. And I can't believe Cooper's going to be able to enjoy some turkey that I'm sure you're going to make fantastic. I hope you, everybody who's listening, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving as well. And get everything's getting back to normal. And I really feel Where good about that. Where the fuck do you live? I hope you do too. It's <laughs> Look, it's way more normal than it was. And I count every penny as they become dollars, okay? We're moving in the right direction in a lot of ways. I know there's still going to be things to get over. But, you know, in my city, in the Deep South, the the vaccination rates have gone up quite significantly. The city's opened up. We're doing well. I know it's not that way everywhere, but it gives me hope that if Louisiana can figure it out and get behind it, I'm pretty sure anybody can. So that's the best Backwards I can say. Backwards ass Creole motherfuckers. Love them. You know we got good food here. Come have a good time. We'll get you drunk. You won't give a shit. You're going to love us no, too. Don't, don't, don't drink anymore. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. Give you five minutes when you get here. Come on. Yeah. And I'll remember how much my finger hurt when I cut the tip off. Just the tip. Just for a second. It bled a lot. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll be doing the cooking. All you have to do is chill. That's it's different. easy. Yeah, it's different. Now, I do want to leave our listeners with with one final thought. Something to, something to think about over this yeah, weekend. Do it. And we got to talk about our behavior. Ooh. I'm, I mean, if I were in power, I would just start, you know, spiking the water supply with a little bit of Xanax so we could all chill the fuck out. But we're approaching Christmas. We're approaching, we're going to start seeing, you know, certain media outlets bullshit about the war on Christmas. The only war on Christmas is the war Christmas wages on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but I want us all to remember one thing. Jesus died for our sins. <laughs> so go fucking sin every now and then to make it worth, to make it worth his while. Okay. A Have fucking men. A fucking mm-hmm. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Don't mm-hmm. be a dick. Have some fun with sin. It's all good. Special Make sure words. Jesus didn't die for nothing. Special words from the crew. Go earn sin. it. Earn it. Go sin. Have some fun. That we're we're wholesome. But nothing uh, illegal. Nothing illegal. <laughs> Just go sin. No. Have fun. Have fun. And thanks again for joining us for another episode.
Really appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Remember, you can check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And it's also brought to you by Area 42 Studios and Sound. That is who created the intro and the extra music and who edits us to sound as professional as we hopefully do. I think we do. Um, and Yeah, we, we plug the right out. fucking microphones in. We sound good. If you like what we're doing and you want to support us, we have a Patreon account set up on our website. You can check it out there. And while you're at it, you can find anything that we create on the Ruminations Radio Network on Spotify or iTunes. Check any of our podcasts or the hosts out. We have got a lot of great content that we know you're going to enjoy. And we will see you on episode 40 coming at you quickly. And probably a few specials coming up soon. Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you later. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good guys. Go sit. What's up, gang? This is Hoptimus. You've been listening to one of the great new podcasts from Ruminations Radio Network. If you want some more tasty sound vibes, come check out my new podcast, The Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about alternate timelines, cyberpunk, anime, and other crazy worlds. If that does not strike your fancy, we have plenty of other great shows at ruminationsradionetwork.com.